Number 153 from January 2019. When I was growing up in the Lutheran Church, we had a kind of a mixed message as to what Lutheranism could tolerate in terms of recreation. My mother was Scandinavian Lutheran and my father was German Lutheran. Scandinavian Lutherans have a kind of piety that precludes certain activities such as dancing, drinking, and playing cards. German Lutherans, on the other hand, believe that all of these things are part and parcel of being a Lutheran. I can remember the church picnics at the German Lutheran Church that always had two big horse troughs filled with ice and cold water. One tank was for cooling the soda pop, and one tank held the beer. After the volleyball game was over, the men would settle in around the tables in the shelter and play cards and drink beer. I don't remember any dancing, however. I guess that was reserved for the wedding receptions. With the German Lutherans, as long as you had pure doctrine, you could pretty much do whatever else you wanted. But the Scandinavian Lutherans had some real scruples about certain behaviors. It took my mother a long time to decide that playing euchre or hearts with the family was an appropriate behavior for a Lutheran. But she eventually began leaning towards the German side as she hung around my father and his family. Therefore, as an apology to my mother's card-playing reservations, I offer to you a way of playing cards that is very spiritual and godly. My secretary, Julie, enlightened me on the following information. All of the different cards and numbers in a deck of cards have something that corresponds to something in the scriptures. For example, the aces are the same as number one, and that reminds us that there is only one true God. The two reminds us that there are two testaments in the Bible, the old and the new. The three, of course, stands for the Holy Trinity, the three in one. The four represents the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The five harkens back to Jesus' parable of the five wise virgins who were prepared for the bridegroom's coming and the five foolish virgins who were not prepared. The six is for the six days that it took God to create the world. The seven is then the seventh day of creation when God rested and when we rest and worship. The eight is for Noah, his wife, their three sons, and their wives, a total of eight people that were saved in the ark during the flood. The nine recalls the nine ungrateful lepers who did not give thanks to Jesus for healing them. The ten represents the Ten Commandments. The face cards have their own meaning also. The jack stands for Satan, who is wise and sly, and like a jack-in-the-box can spring upon us unawares. The queen honors the most blessed of all women, Mother the Mary, the mother of Jesus. The king is for Jesus, the king of kings and the lord of lords, the one who would be king of our hearts. In addition, there are some other connections with a deck of cards. There are four suits of cards, which represents the four seasons of the year. There are 52 cards in the deck, and that connects to the 52 weeks that we have in a year. There are 13 cards in each suit, and that brings to mind the 13 weeks in each quarter of the year. Finally, if you add up all the spots on a deck of cards, you will find that there are exactly 365 spots, and that is like the 365 days in a year. Now, I'm not trying to tell you that if you dance, drink beer, and play cards, you'll become a much more devoted Christian, but I am reminding you that most things are what you make of them, and anything can be abused or be useful, depending on what you do with it. Jesus was no killjoy. His first miracle was to turn water into wine for a wedding feast. Another time he made lunch for 5,000 people out of a few scraps. He made people feel special with just a look of acceptance. He healed their diseases and saw past their shortcomings. He didn't come to make our lives restricted and boring. He came that we might have life and have it abundantly. 
So deal the cards and remember the Lord.